We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. Loved and trusted by more than 1 million teachers, IXL enhances your teaching and takes work off your plate so you can make an even bigger impact on your students. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights. Strengthen daily instruction, close knowledge gaps quickly, and set every student up for success. Want to bring IXL to your school? Learn more at IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com BE. E. This podcast is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. The Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators, podcasts by educators. For more great content, visit edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to the Principal PLN Podcast, hosted by Dr. Spike Cook, Jessica Johnson, and Teresa Stagger. Principal PLN is a weekly roundtable discussion about current topics in educational leadership. Be sure to follow our hosts on Twitter at Dr. Spike Cook, at Principal J, and at Principal Stagger. There are many great ways to contact the PLN. Follow the hashtag Principal PLN or at Principal PLN on Twitter. You can also search and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. All links can be found online at principalpln.com. Hey, everybody. This is Principal PLN Podcast, Episode 100. Woo! Hey. I feel like we need, um, we need some study. Yes, study, study, and stars. Fireworks. <laughs> we got all of that. <laughs> we got all of that. Principals, principals running in the background <laughs> screaming from excitement. Yay! So um, we have had 99 episodes of no plan of what we were doing, and apparently people liked how those podcasts turn out. So that is this plan for today as well. We have um, – how about you each introduce yourself? We, we could do that, sure. Do you all have the same order at the bottom from left to right? Like is Jay on the left and we mm-hmm. just go in order? I'm on the right on my screen. Drats. Oh. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, Foiled. Let's start with Jay. All right. I'm uh, Jay Posick. I'm the intermediate school principal in little old Merton, Wisconsin. Uh, Merton has a feed mill, a bar, and a stop sign. That's about all we have in town in our school. Um, I work with some amazing staff and some amazing families, and we're there for the kids every day. Awesome. Awesome. Kabine? All right. Jessica Kabine, Austin, Minnesota, current principal of the happiest place in southeastern Minnesota, otherwise known as the Woodson Kindergarten Center. We have more than a stop sign, Jay. We have a spam museum here. Wow. <laughs> wow. And it's free. Free. Free museum. Sarah. 
All right. Hey, I'm Sarah Johnson. And for another couple of weeks, I'm officially the Spooner High School principal. And then after that, I belong to the earth and the sky and the fields. Uh, but it, well, we're the rails and um, just ended my year with students uh, in a pink wig singing on stage. So, hey, leading boldly. Impressive. And you sang pink. I, yeah. Well, yeah, that's the point, right? Because <laughs> I wouldn't have grabbed a pink wig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I am Tony Sinanis. I am currently a superintendent of schools in Hastings, but in a couple of weeks, I will be the assistant superintendent for human resources and leadership development in Chappaqua in New York. Awesome. You're hard to keep track of, Tony. I am. It's where in the world is Tony Sinanis. We're going to play that after we find where you are, Justin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tony, you're going to hang out in that spot for more than a year? Yeah, I'm going to try. That's All right. That's good. That's the plan. <laughs> that is the plan as of today. Good. You know, life is... Yeah, you know, you're, you're taking your talents elsewhere. That's good, and, and sharing with the world. So the the whole premise of Principal PLN is getting getting <clears throat> principals connected with others to learn from each other. And so, where in the world is Jessica Johnson? <laughs> I I have a PD day for Viterbo University today, but I am at the Radisson Hotel in La Crosse. Wow, Jay. Wow, lacrosse. Any, anything ringing a bell there for you? That may have been the first time that you and Kurt and I uh, hung out when we got started in the Twitter journey. Yes, the first yeah. time we ever met in person. I just think it's like perfect. We met in a hotel room. I was going to say, that yeah. does not really sound quite perfect. <laughs> it's, the, it's the story of internet safety. Like, you should yes. be crazy. <laughs> but we have done Google Hangouts for quite a while to plan to present at a conference together and then met in person. So, for the first that works. It's Sarah or Jess. It's so funny that you say that. So I had picked up Amber Tiemann for a a conference in um, in Grand Rapids in Michigan, and she said uh, whenever she gets where she needs to go, like she calls her mom because her mom wants to make sure that she's a, you know she's landed okay. And she's <laughs> she told her not to worry because she's she's uh, getting a ride from the airport for, with somebody she met on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, Therese says, as long as you showed up on time, because when I had to pick up Amber from the airport once, I got confused with time zones and I was an hour late. So that I will never live uh, down. Because uh, who knew that Indiana or whatever state we were in has multiple time zones? Anyway. Oh, yeah. Just, Tony, thank you for also having a hard time with time zones. Oh, oh Jessica. Uh, Jess, I don't think anybody has a hard time with time no. zones than you are. No, Jessica, <laughs> we may have to talk about this because uh, time zones are not my thing at all. <laughs> What's the point? Like, why can't it just be 8 a.m. everywhere right now? Why does it need to be? Sorry, that's, still dark Tony, down. that's a good point. Unfortunately, Jessica just hasn't mastered the fact that, like, there are they do exist. So they, yes, they exist yes. in different time zones. <laughs> well, different parts of the world operate under that. Jessica's still Like this morning. Like texting. The clock. Right. She's. She's already telling mistakes, but she, we're we're kind of outnumbered, Spike, because yeah, they're yeah, all yeah. in the central time zone except Tony. So. No, Tony's yeah, Tony's. I'm right. here. It's eight a.m. That's all that matters. New York. Don't time. get don't stress her out because then she's gonna think she's late to her meeting. That starts at eight o'clock. <laughs> it's crazy, right? Eight o'clock. It's happening right now. We're in the clock, Jess. <laughs> Jess, we love you. See, we always talked about doing a bloopers episode, but maybe our bloopers episode is just live right now. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's play the game. Something interesting about each of you from when you've been on the podcast. Okay. 
So let's start with I can't, keep, I can't keep a job, so can we do that? No? <laughs> <laughs> about that. I'll do that. That'll be my that. That Oh, it's funny. <laughs> you just you're just good at going from district to district to spread the love and the joy. Yeah, that's well, what you're Tony. Doing. One day we had you on and you were a principal. Yes, one day that was a yeah, few years, years ago. Yeah. So talk to us about those days. Uh, do you miss being a principal? I know you've had some transition in the central office. Um, yes. You know, and you're and you're going through another transition. So, you know, tell us a little bit about how those transitions have gone. Uh, it, well, they've been interesting. Uh, and I, what I can say is that the principalship, from from this vantage point now, looking at like an entire organization, I think. I think the principalship is like the key to whatever we want to accomplish in a, in a school district. It, it really comes down to that leadership. Um, you know, we could talk about vision, we could talk about strategic planning, we could talk about budgeting, but how that all gets enacted and how that all, you know, gets sort of actualized uh, really comes back to the leadership and in the most positive ways, in the most challenging ways. Um, and I can say that I have so much more respect for the principalship from this vantage point and, and, and just the work that's involved. Right. And you're, you're, you're literally doing 9 million things a day, but ultimately there's that overarching thing. You're, 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 you're making the vision come to life. You're making the plan come to life and yet you're taking care of all these people. Um, and you're making sure that everyone is safe and healthy and learning and happy. Um, so it's, it's, it's pretty amazing to have been in that position. And now look at it from a different vantage point and recognize how significant it is in the whole world of education. So kudos to all of you um, who are still in that role um, and you're making a difference every single day. So thank you for your work. That's all I'll say. Are there days where you, you would like to be back, you know, at recess, kicking the kickball <laughs> around and all that kind of stuff? I know, no, you still do. I do that sometimes. Yeah. I, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I think um, when I realized this year that I had to pivot and kind of go in a different direction, um, the principalship was um, very much at the top of the list potentially. Um, but there is a lot of about the work at central office that I enjoy because I feel like, I, sorry. Yeah. Go. Well, following your social media though, Tony, like you don't sit in central office, you get out in schools and in classrooms and the kids know who you are. Yeah. Like yeah. You, you don't just sit in central office. You're, I, I don't. Well, I have ADHD, which is part of the problem. So I can't feel <laughs> at all. Um, as I'm sure all of you suffer from it on some level or another. Um, and I think it's, you know what, because as you all know, it's the relationships that impact the work that we do, right? And so that we think about what what resources we need. We think about financially where we want to allocate money. We think about what people we need to support, what people we need to let loose, you know, in, in, in the most positive ways, like let them spread their, their amazingness. So if we're not connected on that human level, I just feel like you can't do the rest of the work. The rest of the work is just, you know, it's cake when you can have those relationships sort of uh, developing and growing. So, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for saying that, Jessica. Um, and it's good times. Um, it's great <laughs> to be in education. It's fun. So much to learn and do every day. Okay. So I have a funny. I looked up when we had you on the podcast, Tony, which was a bajillion years ago. No, was actually, it? it was 2016. I was like, oh, oh, it was 2016. I was a little chubbier then. I think, I think maybe we've had you on twice, but you talked about hacking leadership. And then we also talked about 
Melinda Miller's um, funny morning alarms <laughs> of like, 4.30 said, exercise today, question mark, five o'clock. Nope, wake up, then whatever. Then 5.30, wake up, you're the principal. What, is your alarm, what does your alarm say now, Tony? Uh, <laughs> or what would it say? My alarm it? says, get up, here's your chance to change the world. Aw. Man, he's really, he's killing it today. Very yeah. inspirational. Because yeah. I woke up at the right time, in the right yeah. time. You have an hour <laughs> right time this, I think. You're an yeah. hour ahead of us. That's what oh, it is. Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. My, my mind is sharper. Now <laughs> 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 we turned it over to the rest of you. So <laughs> yeah. Just a reminder, if you're watching, and, and anyone who, who's on the podcast, too, Make sure to tweet out on the Principal PLN hashtag so that we can give some fun books away because we've got quite a few um, to, to give away here. So I we've just got some going. Thing. What's Louise, that? I'm watching you speak right now, and I feel like I'm watching an episode of Homeland, like based on your situation <gasps> in the background. I love it. No, like in the most awesome ways. Like I feel like it's going to take down some sort of like, you know, oh, yeah. clue somewhere. I, I love it. I love the background. It's very <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, like, Kurt. Oh no! Kurt Reese is here. Okay, is that my cue to leave? No. Kurt, you're right on time, Kurt. Jay was on episode 66 in September of 2015, and it was titled "Running Away from Isolation" with Jay Posick. Nice. I remember that. I remember that too. And I don't think he stopped since then. No, Jay's been running every day since I was seven. He's running right now. Uh, <laughs> pretty soon I will be. Pretty soon. Yeah. And writing yeah. a book at the same time. Yeah. That's right. Uh, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> Absolutely. Are you writing a book right now, Jay? Um, I am going to be having a conversation with some people tomorrow about writing a book. Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So it'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to the experience. Um, I've always wanted to, and I kind of put it on myself. I'm an old man, so I have to get it done before I have no more things to remember. <laughs> I am the oldest one here in this group. I know that for a fact. You you have the most wisdom as well. Yeah, exactly. Sure, and the most gray hair. I keep looking at everybody's pictures. It's all it's all natural up here. Yes, it's only because I yeah. dye mine. Uh, yeah, <laughs> don't worry. You're in good company there, pal. <laughs> all right, that's good. Oh, uh, so yeah, tell us what you've been up to. So, um. We're in a, I'm in a fifth or eighth grade uh, building. So it's, uh, it's middle school and uh, middle school can be challenging and it can be exciting. Um, we had our, our moving up ceremony was on Wednesday night. And I told the, the, the parents that were there, I said, I've been in middle school since about 1994 and that's okay. You have to have weird people that are in weird places. <laughs> uh, middle school is, there's a lot of weird that goes on, but there's so many great things that goes, go on with our kids. Uh, some of the community service work that they do um, is just unbelievable we have veterans day and and the veterans contact us when is it, when is it happening well sir it's the veterans day is the same day every single year we'll be having it again uh grandparents day with our middle school kids might sound a little bit uh different but those those kids have a great time bringing their their grandmas and grandpas or aunts and uncles in and and sharing the great things we're doing at our school so um it, it's just providing those leadership opportunities for middle school kids is what's going to make them the, the people that are going to lead our world at some point in time so um, just had a, had a great time with the moving up ceremony and, um, uh, we had no kids yesterday. So I rototilled the community garden and, uh, <laughs> we're all ready to plant next week. 
Oh, that's awesome. And so keeping with the, the running theme, um, talk to us a little <laughs> bit about your, your, uh, my obsession, your, your obsession. Yeah. 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 I it's, uh, so, it's, uh, August of, uh, 1987, I started running August 30th and I have not missed a day of running since then. So I'm somewhere over 11,000 days in a row. Um, it'll be 31 years, obviously in, in, uh, in August. And, uh, it's just one of those things I can do. I mostly run by myself. I don't run in big groups of people. Um, but when I do run with people, like I, I ran, uh, the Marine Corps marathon with Sarah in this group here, um, that was an unbelievable experience. Um, even though the weather was not the best for us, but <laughs> 80 uh, degrees. Yeah, it was 80 degrees. Um, and that, that makes it a little bit tricky uh, for running 26 miles in 80 degree weather is not always the easiest thing, but I think being able to share my passion with somebody else, that was an awesome experience that Sarah and I were able to, to share. Um, my wife did a great job of getting her uh, sister through the whole uh, intricacies of following a marathon. It takes a little bit of work, but, um, you know, I do it because I need to go to a place where I can get myself back, uh, back to normal, whatever that sounds like, Tony, I know, you know, I'm not normal, but <laughs> you are like one of the most amazing human beings on the planet. Exactly. If those of you have not spent time in a room with Jay Posick, the energy that this man like just spreads is nothing but positive, amazing and inspiring. And I, like one of the few people in the world that I've met that anytime I leave his presence, I'm smiling and in, in just such a great place. So James yes. to New York. So yes. Because <laughs> awesome. I, I can find Wisconsin. I don't know where it is in time zone land. So yeah. <laughs> Jessica can get you there with her GPS. She has a, she has a, an inverted like GPS. Minutes, yeah. It'll be five minutes just down the road. Just take a right at the first stop sign and you're there. <laughs> Hey Jay, don't yes. let don't ever let anybody accuse you of being normal. All right, <laughs> no, yeah. that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, and, and honestly, Jay, your your pod PLN that was the first one I ever watched or listened. Oh wow, wow. It was my first ever podcast was yours because you talked about principles in action. And mm -hmm. I remember I pulled over. I was driving to Milwaukee, which is in the same time zone as Minnesota, Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> but I pulled over on the interstate and I downloaded the Voxer app and I messaged Adam and I got in the group. So that was oh, my wow. group. Yeah. So there's my little connection here. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I'll tell you, um, it was a great experience. I had never been on a podcast before, so this is my second one. So it was number 66 and now number 100. So I appreciate you inviting me back. And Tony in August, I will be in uh, the great city of New York. And so will I, I know. And, <laughs> And we will connect in some way because I've been telling all of my friends that you will be our tour guide to go sure. anywhere we'd like to. Yes, oh, no problem. You know, know. I'm happy to do that. Where Make sure you give him a high, give him a high Uber rating if he's driving you around. <laughs> For sure, we, please. I'm, yeah, I'm not even going to talk about Tony driving. That's just oh. not a good thing. Can you all hear me? <laughs> now we can. Now we can. Yeah. Now oh, we can. good. Oh, oh you're back. Here. Okay, so Jay brought up that he ran with Sarah, ran a marathon, and I think that brings a really good point that when you build a PLN. Um, you know, starting on Twitter and then on Boxer and, and whatever, you build really good friendships too. Because I mean, I feel like all of you are really good friends mm -hmm. of mine. Like you're not just principals on Twitter that I stalk. Um, but also <laughs> like, you know, from that, Sarah, Jessica, and Jay and I, we ran a half marathon as well. Yeah. Um, yep. In Eau Claire, which is in the same time zone. Oh, which also had Luke Stordahl. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Like and everybody cool. has these connections. It's really yes. cool. Yes. 
See, and this shows how real this podcast is, that there's no children walking into the podcast. Right. Just woke up, has no idea what we're doing, and you're live. (laughs) (laughs) Good morning. She can't hear you at all. Okay. Say good morning. So before we move on to the next person, Jay, okay, here's a, here's a, um. Fun fact. Fun fact, trivia (laughs) question. When Jay was on episode 66, we also chatted about something crazy that both Jay and Spike had done at their schools that week. It was a Principles in Action Challenge. Oh, boy. Yes. You both did it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was. Was it ride? It wasn't running. Was it riding a tricycle? Riding a tricycle? Yes. Yes. You both rode a tricycle that week at your schools. Yes. Yes, My tricycle tri- was like from the 1950s too. I remember that it was very <laughs> difficult. Like it was very authentic, one of those old school ones. And I you thought I was going to two wheels. No, you definitely. The picture of you in our show notes is hilarious. Yeah, like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, and all those kids were like, "What is he doing?" Like, <laughs> yeah. the middle school kids thought I was just being just being me, so it wasn't a big deal at all because I do weird stuff like that often. It's fun. <laughs> Oh, that's so awesome. <laughs> they got to see as a real person. If they don't see as a real person, then there's no right. respect or relationships that are built. So you got to keep that in mind. You know, if you're going to be somebody different, they're going to catch on to that quicker than you realize. So just be you. Yeah. Like the other night we had a lip sync battle and the one of the vice principals and I, we dressed up like awesome powers and, and mini me. And we were out in our outfits walking around as people were coming in. And that's what you got to do. Yes. Spike, which one were you? I was actually mini me. And <laughs> I really hoped you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so, so when we're talking about support and PLNs, you know, hence where this comes from, just a little, uh, a little background on how this whole thing all started. Because Spike was looking back through the, um, back before we started, and our first episode was in uh, 2013. Um, so it's been five years because that was the first year that I was a principal. And uh, Melinda Miller and um, Scott Elias had done their principal podcast along, but it had been years before that. And then they stopped and there was nothing. So I reached out to Melinda and was like, hey, you want to do a podcast? Because there's nothing and I'm a principal and I'm scared to death. <laughs> she was like, she was like, I can't commit, but um, you should talk to Jessica. Oh. And so I was like, oh, that's good because Jessica was on my list of people to reach out to. And so I did. And we were like, you know, we kind of need a third. So Jessica, we need to break this up a little bit. And um, and that's right. We need the third middle of the tricycle. And so Jessica had sent out some feelers and Spike responded back and he was pretty geeked. And ever since then, these two have been for me and I'm sure for a lot of people who listen have been phenomenal mentors and helps getting uh, through the first years and the third years and, the new years and <laughs> and everything in between you both for uh for being willing to jump in here and and share yourselves with everybody it's been awesome thanks thank you yeah, it has it, teresa that's so accurate too um because i just think about you all just kind of provided a really nice little safety net and a space for me to feel some confidence in a time in my leadership when i needed it the most so um, 
for sure that it's just kind of really cool to hear how that evolved and uh, knowing that what you just said is exactly what's true for probably anybody listening if this is their first time you know catching it because they're just getting into the administrative world and figuring out hashtags and Twitter and all of that it's just kind of this legacy that's living on and it's really beautiful so thank you all for doing that thank you thank you all right another fun trivia question when Sarah Johnson was on this podcast, <laughs> what crazy thing had she done? I hadn't done it yet. Oh, oh, she was <laughs> to do. Okay, three cents, but I can't answer. I can't, yeah. Do I get to answer? I was obsessed I, with it, though, I when think we talked about should, it. I think we should leave this one for a second. I think we should <laughs> let it, wait, because. And see if I think, anybody. And see if anybody can answer it on, the, on a tweet. Oh, there you go. See if anybody what who's listening can thing. answer it. We well, then I think you need to give away. them more because I do a lot of crazy things. So maybe it's something a little more specific this to what Spike's mind. That, yeah, <laughs> this was if one that Spike and I had never heard of. Yeah. And if they're listening in the future on a podcast, like, you know, like through iTunes or whatever, if you just tweet us and you have that answer, we'll still give you credit. But this is a big <laughs> one. We're giving the book away early, though. So. Yeah, that's You'll true. get credit, but you won't get in, in the book. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, maybe what I could say, though, is while you're waiting, um, the fun part is that was, I can't remember how it evolved, but I think it was something about how we were going to get that going. Um, and it might have been around the question about how building back some culture from something that had been pretty uh, deteriorated that year. And the fun part is now, I think it's been, has it been three years since I was on it or two? the end of my first year so now it's the end of my fourth year but anyway um we accomplished what what that was we did it so that's pretty fun um to know that that actually occurred <laughs> in my school and it's something that really only happens in wisconsin probably <laughs> else. there's i have a cat you were on episode <laughs> wow Sarah now was on episode 63 <laughs> in August 2015, serving up high school on a spoon. On a spoon. <laughs> on a spoon. Because a, spoon. a spooner. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I oh, I wish we had a crazy thing we were doing. <clears throat> All right, Kurt Reese, we oh, want to hear you. from you. Oh, you're here. Good morning. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning, Kurt. Hi, Kurt. Yes. How are you, Kurt? Everybody introduced themselves a while ago. Can you introduce yourself? I will do that. My name is Kurt Reese. I'm principal at State Road Elementary in the school district of La Crosse. And I just looked up. I was on episode 47. Nice. 2014. Inbox zero, right? Inbox zero. Yes. That was the infamous inbox zero. Inbox zero. Inbox zero. Mm -hmm. Yes, Spike said. No one's going to want to talk about email. Yeah, <laughs> That's been like downloaded so many different times. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Nobody does want to talk about email, but nobody wants to do it. Talk about how to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. can you give us uh, some updates on how you're doing, Kurt, and, and uh, how things are going? Yeah. So I just finished my second year at a new school. Uh, previously, I'd been in uh, one school district in Onalaska for uh, 13 years. Great place to work. Uh, but then uh, the elementary school that's literally just down the road from my house opened up. And uh, that's the same school district where my kids go. So I applied and was happy that I was offered the job. So it's um, it's it's good. If you ever find yourself stuck in a rut, uh, take a new job because it'll make you rethink uh, so, so much of what you do. Yeah, Tony and I have talked about that too. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, Tony, any uh, yeah. thoughts on that? Uh, so, Joe, Kurt and I are writing a book about that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> 
We're, we're uh, Tony and I are not writing a book about running. <laughs> Whoa! No. Did you hear that, Tony? Uh, no, well, we're, we're doing action research. Come on, Kurt. You just you like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good time. And so, how's the transition been? Um, like any it's, insights? Uh... Oh, um, that it, it takes a long time for a culture to really come together. Um, you know, having been in my previous place for 13 years, by the time I left, I had hired almost everybody, um, you know, just as people move on and, and retire, um, you know, so then you just kind of build those relationships together because you, you've seen where someone has been since day one. Mm. Um, it, and, and I'm not saying that at my, you know, current school, I need people to retire or anything like that. It's just, mm -hmm. you know, they all have a history together where I just don't have that with them right now. Um, but, uh, I, I found that it's, uh, quicker to, to make connections like with the, the school families. And, and maybe that's just because it's the neighborhood, you know, in which I live yeah. too. Uh, but that's been a really good thing. So that's come around a lot faster. Um, but yeah, we're, we're on the right track and I really appreciate uh, the staff that I work with and uh, I've got some good bosses and very supportive. So I look forward to year three. Awesome. So you mentioned culture and that reminded me that we have to give away books today. So I'm going to give away the book lead with culture. And I am using uh, Tweet Draw, and the winner of that will be Melissa Kartsimus. Oh. Oh. Hey, congratulations. Way to go, Melissa. I'll contact you later, Melissa, if you're listening. Melissa's the best. Um, and we have lots of books to give away, too. Should I give away something, something I think else? Yo, give them more away. Jess, okay. can we give something? I just was looking like on our hashtag. We have somebody that's tuned in from South Africa. I don't know how we would get. <laughs> I know you just gave me that look like there's someone from South Africa listening today. I can't figure out my GPS. How would I ship something to South Africa? I would need help. <laughs> just kidding. Go to UPS. It's the same time zone as Wisconsin, so don't worry. <laughs> it, would, it would end up in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> They're Cape Town in the U.S. <laughs> That's where it's going. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and Mark French is listening. Hi, Mark. Hey, Mark. Hey, Mark French. There's a lot. Rachel Apostle Brown is listening. Hello. Donald Gailey is listening. Uh, Don is the best. He's great, too. Yes, there's, there's a, there are a ton of awesome oh. people, amazing people listening right now. Oh, this is so great. So great. So, so nobody's responded with with what Sarah surprised us with when she so, was on. Do I get to tell you then? I think you do. All right, so um, <laughs> we were gonna do a fundraiser and in Wisconsin, most people know about this donkey basketball, baby. Oh yeah. You get yeah. donkeys in the gym, which I still think is kind of crazy for how careful we are. Like no heels walking on that gym floor, but we're gonna put some donkey hooves on there. Yeah, right in there. <laughs> yep. And I, I'm happy to say that I did not get bucked off the donkey, uh, but I am annoyed because I, if anybody that knows me, um, my dean of students says that I have little dog syndrome because I'm not afraid of anything. Um, and I wanted the the nasty donkey, the one that was going to buck people off and the guy wouldn't let me. So that was pretty interesting, but <laughs> he took care of me. That's good then. So I didn't break my spine or anything. You know? in, in my uh, previous school district, when I was uh, working and living in Illinois, um, our superintendent told a horrible story about donkey basketball in, um, in a previous district he was at where he did get bucked off and fell wow. and just had a real severe injury to his arm, broke, broke up, uh, you know, both bones there. And uh, so oh, gosh. He's, he's oh, said, he doesn't say they'll never be donkey basketball in any district I'm the leader of. So I'll, 
I was fine with that. Yeah, that's fine because it is super, it's really risky. It's just one of the most vulnerable things that you're doing because, well, I mean, there's another name for donkey. So you kind of feel like one of those out on the floor in front of everybody watching you. Oh my goodness. Are you talking about mules? So, you know, I'm just being real careful. So I you play donkey basketball that really contributes to your culture. So I'm going to give away Culturize by Jimmy Casas to Rachel Castle Brown. Yay, Rachel. Awesome. And you know what? I also want to give away the book Hacking Early Learning, but that would really be Jessica Bean giving that one away. So Jessica, why don't you talk for a little bit? Oh, well, you know, I can always talk. Always talk. I'm used to 400 kindergartners every single day. Talking. I'm a kindergartner still. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's so funny. Yes. That's we awesome. can talk kindergarten then. We can totally talk yeah. kindergarten. All right, let's get the paint out. Let's start working on our numbers, yeah. kids. Legos. Let's do some dress up. Let's play. Yeah. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. Okay. Wow. I can prove that. All right. You get an A plus. I think you're going to first grade, young right lady. There. First grade, yes. Yes, right there. Right there. Right there. Right there. So, so awesome. trick question. What interesting thing happened when um, Jessica Cabine was on the podcast? <laughs> oh, poor Jessica wow. Johnson. Wow. Wow. Got her show notes wrong. Yeah. We've never had you on the podcast. I can't not, yet. not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Well, now we have. Now. And probably episode 101, I think yes. we're going to get like a little message like, hey, we'd like to have you on the show. Dean's getting a cameo in 101. Oh, there it is. Yeah. There it is. But, uh, let's give us a preview um, since this is your first time on the, um, the podcast. Tell us a little bit about what's going on and, and, uh, you know, where you are and where you're going. Absolutely. So uh, I spent six years at the kindergarten center and in Austin, Minnesota, all kindergartners come to one school and then they go out to four elementary schools. So I was just doing the math. I have been able to be the principal of over 2,500 students wow. in the last six years. So that means in a community of about 24,000 people, when I go to the grocery store, I'm flash mobbed. Like yeah. Justin Bieber, <laughs> the beans out, you know, you can, I'll be out running later today and kids will roll down the window and like holler at me last night at graduation. It was incredible. The, the relationships you build at those younger years just continue to grow. But prior to that, I was uh, an assistant middle school principal for three years. And so now last night I got to watch my last class of middle schoolers walk the stage, which was incredible. It's one of those moments where you're like, when they were eighth graders, you're like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then when they graduate and like three of them came up to me last night, like, we are so sorry for everything we did to you. And I'm like, I don't even remember you anymore. That's how like how much amnesia you have in middle school. But uh, after six wonderful years, I think I'm taking Tony and Kurt's lead and I'm going back to the middle school. Wow. I'm going from the happiest place in Austin, Minnesota <laughs> to seventh and eighth graders. So, yeah. I don't know. That's my life. The second uh, happiest place in Austin, Minnesota is going to be Ellis Middle School. So July 2nd, I start I start there. So it's going to be really exciting because I'll get, after this next year, I'll get all my classes again. So I get to see all my families. Um, Austin's super diverse, over like 24 different languages represented. So uh, really excited to see 
so many first generation students going through uh, the K-12 system and, and really helping them to continue to dream big. So that's kind of that's kind of so, my life right now. Jessica, what was the, since it was an internal job, did you have to apply or what was the oh application gosh. process like for you? Yes. I actually had to have a job interview, Kurt. Like it's been <laughs> like, I had to go into this Applatrack system oh, and I, yeah. I, mean, I, did, I there was an Applatrack when I first came to this district. So uh, Tony could have given you a tutorial. I, on I could have actually. I should have like Google Hangout with Tony. You should have. And I actually, Apple Track and I are really good friends. So I spent oh, a lot of time. Now it's yeah. your job now yeah. if you're HR? Yeah, you know, it's also my job now as superintendent. <gasps> I spend a lot of time on Apple Track and, uh, and I know how to use the system. It's pretty Isn't it true that, but, Tony, that once you do one, like you can just yes, like multiple? Yes, okay. Yes. Is that, was that making it easier for you too? It is a great system. <laughs> and when, you're, yes. when you're, you know, deciding to look for jobs. <laughs> Great to have it all. But, Kurt, it was interesting. So doing the interview, I had to do like a presentation, a 10 minute presentation, like a site plan, goals and everything. Well, now that I'm not even in the role yet, I've hired three teachers. And thank goodness I did that presentation because now I can cite how many kids we have in the building, all mm. the different demographics, all our state testing information. <laughs> Because I sat down to the first interview last week and I said, did I need to know the social study standards before I came into this interview process? <laughs> I've been in kindergarten for six years. So well, I, probably. I probably know more about the, the math than Jess Johnson does. But <laughs> seventh and eighth grade standards in social studies, I might be a little Wait, lost. What do you know more about me then? <laughs> states are located in time, time zones. zones. Oh, okay. Time zones. Yeah. And it's like super tricky to interview with, with people you know, too. I think it's it sometimes incredible. easier. Yeah. Strangers are easier in that sense. Absolutely, Kurt. Mm -hmm. So Jessica Cabine had a book come out like a month ago, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And called Hacking Early Learning. And we're going to give away that book to Laura Kranzel, who is Laura. her first podcast. And she sent out her first That's awesome. Wow. Oh, my God. Awesome, Laura. That's and she awesome. wins a book. She and she wins a book. book. See? You get good things out of it. I think she's going to go for a run after this, and yeah. she's going to drive her new job. There we go. <laughs> and then maybe join middle school. Right. <laughs> and then ride a donkey, donkey. And ride it. <laughs> and then apply for her next job. Right. <laughs> what does that even mean? All right. Um, have we, I think we've had everybody talk. Let's, how about what, it's summer now. Actually, no, it's not. Oh, Teresa come on. Mike are still in school. They're going to I have school. It was a low blow. Wait, Kurt, are you still in school? No, okay. No, we're done. We are no. done. So Kurt's probably out fly still... fishing, relaxing. So am I. I, I still have school for like six more weeks. Come on. What? See, that, you all are in that time zone, and what you give me time zone crap. You're still in school. Karma. Time zone karma. There you go. Okay. So people in summer, then, why don't you give it give advice to principals about what do you do now that it's summer? Go back to work Let's the next day and for all or next year. You're, <laughs> you're still in school and you're stressed and have PTSD from your walkie-talkie. Well, isn't this the chance, though, to just be real? You've got to take some time for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You just do it. <laughs> I mean, don't we've all experienced that where the end of the year happens and then you just take, you got to take a breather. Otherwise, you'll just never get out of the cycle and boy that just is so unbalancing so take a trip even if it's a staycation a day whatever get away reset get a pedicure that yes good that's good advice i'm serious you can still do that even if you're still in school i did one yesterday darn skippy and for those 
run, you need to be doing them regularly. I think. Tony, nobody wants to see my feet. There's. I know mine either. Runners unite. Yeah, Jay, that's right. Look at it. Just enjoy the experience. Relaxing and calm. It's good. You have to find a way to reconnect with your family because, especially at the end of the year. your family takes takes backstage sometimes not even in the same theater that you're in you know so you have to find a way to reconnect with them so um you know that's that's the most difficult part i think when we get to that crazy time at the end of the year because you're so focused on the kids at school and the staff and making sure everything's good for them that you forget your own family so we got to do something mm-hmm. so, yeah very fish, true good point jay fish fry last night that's that's uh, how we started things back up again with the family so it's good I, th- I think a good uh, couple of days of disconnect is not a bad idea either. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, take the email off the phone or just leave the phone at home or whatever. Um, we went out to dinner last night and I forgot my phone here and it was the best two and a half hours that I've had <laughs> in, a, in a bit. Um, it, it makes a difference to just physically be away from it all. Mm-hmm. I'm just cleaning up the closets at home. I, I My house has like... I don't, I haven't been in my house awake very much the month of May and June. So just going home, like you said, turning the phone off and just organizing things, cleaning out the house, just, yeah, really reconnecting with your family and putting your priorities back. Yeah. Yeah, Those like monotonous things that you can just have your brain, like not be thinking about other things. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sorry, were you saying something? (laughs) so i'm actually listening to the audiobook bored and brilliant yes spacing out i just lost it manoush yeah manoush zambrodi that was the book that kurt and i were going to write (laughs) (laughs) bored and brilliant but we were busy changing no i highly recommend it but it's about that you know disconnecting yourself from you know all the social media which (laughs) this is a podcast about being connected (laughs) right right but you need to it's so important Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that's been a big part of our journey, too, is talking about connection and then also talking about the do- downsides of connection where, you you know, you become overly connected, stressed out and spread yourself too thin and then you're disconnected, you know, so it really is a balance. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to I just got this book. Uh, I'm not going to read it until the summer, though, which still is like two weeks away. Teach, breathe, learn mindfulness in and out of the classroom. And I, I'm a, I've become such a big believer in mindfulness, meditation, yoga, um, hiking, just because that is my way of disconnecting. Like what Tony says, like, you know, put the phone down and all that. I think it really makes the time that you are connected better when you are doing a disconnect and you are balancing it. I think it's so big. Uh, and it helps out teachers. It helps out students. And you have, and I believe too, you have to model that. Yeah. You know, so we have to model what we're looking for. I, I, I could tell you that even just being in the habit of not responding or sending emails over the weekend, especially for our team as a leadership team, I, I tried to be as conscious of that as I could throughout the year because I don't want people to feel like that's the expectation just because I'm doing it. So I'll often write emails and just leave them in my inbox, and then Monday morning, you know, in the draft phase and and get them out. So it is that that importance of modeling spike is, is pretty critical. You know what we've been doing, Tony, because we try to do that too, is to keep keep emails from the weekend. Yeah. And um, we've been using Boomerang as oh. a as a district admin team so that you can still write them, just yeah. schedule them to go out on Monday morning. Then you don't even hit, they're not in your draft box, they're done. Yeah. Um, but that's been a really big help for us. Yeah, that's huge. Okay. I've read uh, Dr. Oh, I'm sorry, Dr. No. Michelle Borba's Unselfie. If you guys haven't read that one yet, mm. I I love that as a principal, as an educator, and as a parent. It mm. just 
the world of being so connected and how that really impacts even us as adults yeah. and how it's impacting our students' ability to really relate to other people. And she gives such great examples of how schools and, and people are really trying to build that synthetic <clears throat> skill set back in, in our society. But that was a great one too. I read that last summer. And then of course my kids were the trials, the clinical trials at home. I read it and I'm like, we're going to try this at home. Um, and Jessica, is it research based? Does she include research in the book? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yep. And then she just, I mean, she talks about some re the research, but then she's been out in different school settings and community settings and how she's seeing teachers and educators bringing some of those empathetic practices back into schools. And I think for at, at least, you know, I went to high school in Northern Wisconsin where we did have donkey basketball, but I, I learned keyboarding on an actual typewriter. Like my, mm -hmm. my teacher put the paper over my hands. So I didn't have email, you know, until I got out of college, all those things. So, so we're so novice in this and our kids are so much more developed in this. And so yeah. just building those self-regulation skills for adults too. Cause I think we probably regulate ourselves worse than the kids with some of this technology. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank you, I just ordered it. Thank you. Yeah, seriously, thank you. Yeah, we have to add these to the um, to the show notes. I haven't been keeping any notes at there's, all. Kurt just added a, um, oh, Kurt, I have that book too. Mm -hmm. And there's one for, um, I actually, there's a, I feel like there's another one too that I gave to my son because yeah. he's, yeah. I think there's like a younger version. Yeah, the book I'm referring to is Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World yeah. That Can't oh, Yes, that's a good book. Yeah, my wife recommended that one. Um, and as you know, Spike was talking about being connected. Sometimes um, when when you're so connected, you you start to doubt yourself because you see all these really cool things that, that other folks are doing. Mm -hmm. And then you get the fear of missing out and all, you know, the rest of that. So um, I just think it's important that, you know, we all work on ourselves too and just you know, really understand our own strengths and powers and, and stop comparing ourselves to one another, which which we do to ourselves. I mean, no one else yeah. is doing that. You know, right. that's, that's a choice. Great point. Great point, Kurt. So we've been talking about balance and getting a life and all of those things. We have three books, I think, that are good for that. Um, or wait, maybe I'm look. I'm just gonna give away three books, okay? There you go. Um, Breaking out of isolation, which Spike and Teresa and I wrote. That okay. is going to Andrew Brewer. Oh, <gasps> Andrew! Yay! Yay! Andrew! I, did I say his last name right? He's awesome. Mm -hmm. he's great. And he's he's in Illinois. Um, actually, I'm going to see him twice <laughs> next month because he's going to NPC National Yay. Principals Conference, and he's going to the Coach Approach Institute. So I'll get to meet him twice awesome. in person. Nice. Um, okay. Also going to give away the Path to Serendipity. I just yeah. love that title. To Rachel Passel Brown. Yeah, Rachel. May have Yay. said it wrong. Sorry. No. Nope. And then coming out in July is Balance Like a Pirate, oh. written by Sarah Johnson, Jessica Dean, and I. Wow. And that is going to Jenna Sherry, who is in Wisconsin. And yeah. Gina. 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 Gina, sorry. Gina. You'll Yay, be able to Gina. ride your bike over to her house and drop her. <laughs> it's just down the street. Jess, you're like the Oprah. Of yeah. <laughs> you get a book, and you get a book, and you get a book. I love it. That's exciting. All right, we have two more books to give away, but we should probably chat a little bit more. Yeah. But we've got we got 10 minutes. How about, um, okay, so this is the time of the year that 
educators either just got a job as a principal or they're <laughs> applying and they're going to get a job pretty soon to be to start their principalship. What's a piece of advice to brand new principals getting ready to start this gig? Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're interviewing. Mm-hmm. Because if if you're interviewing as someone else or you're not being your complete and total self while you're interviewing, they might they may hire you for who you interviewed as and you're going to be miserable in your job. It's beautiful. That's true. And if you're a brand new principal, like you've never had an admin job before and you get hired, they're not expecting you to change the world right away. Um, <laughs> if a school or a district is looking for an admin to make a bunch of changes, likely they're going to hire a veteran or someone with a track record of doing that. So I would agree with Teresa, be yourself, uh, get to know people, take time, just do lots of listening, be present in classrooms, um, stand at the bus drop off and pick up, just get to know everybody. Have fun. Smile. Dear God, smile. That's what I need to do more. Yes. I would say also develop an entry plan. Think about what you're going to do with intentionality to build those relationships, to to do the things that Kurt and uh, Teresa just spoke about. Um, think about interviewing people and listening to people and whether it's one-on-one conversations, focus groups. Um, that information is really going to be critical to, I think, you understanding the context, right? And, and what I've learned in my my journey is that leadership is just about just as much about the place as it is about the skill set of the leader, uh, and those things cannot be mutually exclusive, right? It doesn't work just with one or the other. So get to know the space and, and think about an entry plan that you can articulate for the community so they know how you're engaging them. I think you also have to uh, make sure that you reflect by yourself and find something really good that you did that day, and then maybe something that you need to work on because some oftentimes all educators think about all the stuff that happened that was bad before they think about what, what was good. Good point. So, so you have to have that, you have to have a positive way outlook on things, even if what it's the worst possible day you could have had, something good happened. Maybe you got a, a, a first smile from a kid who hadn't smiled at you all year. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I think is really important is to find, um, I have a building leadership team who um, my superintendent is amazed at because of how we interact with one another. There's no baloney that goes on. It's all, we're, we're you gotta be upfront and honest. And um, that's the only way you're gonna get things to go in the right direction for your kids and your staff. And uh, you know, I send out an email every Friday and it says, good morning, Merton family. And uh, it's it's true, we, we are a family because we're there for all of our kids. So um, just find find that way to reflect and then find that strong group of people that can be there to support you even when things aren't going well. And then try and be a duck. Calm on the top but paddling like hell underneath. Yeah. There you go. That's great. I think, great. And I'd add just at the end to go home at night. Yeah. Go home. yeah. I, I think going back. Home. Yeah. I think going back to the middle school uh, when I was there before, I was 12-hour days. And my my oldest son was only like four. And I can remember days I didn't see him awake. Yeah. And so my challenge to myself is when I go back now, the work's always going to be there, but by 5.30, I got to shut it down. And, and fortunately mm-hmm. for three years, my boys are going to be in that building. So they will be my presence and reminder to time to go home. But I think as a new principal, you think you've got to take it all on in the first 30 days or 60 days right. and it's going to burn out and you're not modeling that for your friends too. Great point. The other thing that I would add too is um, we, you know, we have a lot of listeners who are aspiring administrators, you know, and I know that that can be a real frustrating time because, um, you know, 
you know, the, we hear this a lot and I, I work with a lot of aspiring administrators like in grad, like I, I teach grad school and, you know, they're, they're armed with all the ideas, the, they're ready, they're connected, they're, you know, and, uh, and then they don't find always the right fit or they can't get in and that could be frustrating. So do you guys have any words of advice too for those aspiring administrators out there about the, this process? The fit, the fit needs to be two way. Like don't just, don't just run to get a job, do a lot of research about the space that you're applying to. Find out as much as you can, go online, look at their website, look at the minutes from board meetings, look at what pictures they share, just really get to know a, a community that you're considering being a part of because as badly as you may want that first job, you also don't want it to be in a space that's not the right fit for you because it'll potentially affect your, your thinking uh, around the work and you don't want that to be the case. So do as much research, talk to people, drive to the community, just really get to know the space would be my recommendation. 100%. I would say too, just to have a level of awareness that um, you know it's so easy when you are not in the role to think about, oh, you know, I could do that so much better or um, you know, just thinking about what you think you know, but until you're behind the desk, you just literally have no clue and just be ready to learn a lot because the learning curve from the classroom um if that's what your role is to the office is just it's so it's such a steep curve and reach out you know connect yourself any one of us i'm certain would love to connect with Absolutely. you yeah, for sure uh, can i bring something up real quick about uh, our vox we haven't talked about voxer too much but oh, there's a yeah there's a Voxer group that's called hashtag admin to be uh, A-D-M-I-N, the number two and the letter B. Well, it might be B-E. Anyways, uh, it's, a, it's a group of people that um, are trying, either either are very new into administration or are trying to get, get, in, uh, get into administration. And some of the conversations that we have about the interview process and getting the right fit, all those things uh, could be helpful for somebody who's on a search. Awesome. Yeah. And I want to shout out to Sam Wallace because Jay, I just love um, such a sign of leadership is just building other leaders and Jay's so good at that. And so there's a young um, aspiring educator who clearly has a passion that's on Twitter that's connected with Jay personally and now is just out there and I haven't you know, met him yet, but it's just, that's such a cool sign of your leadership, Jay. Thank you for doing that, for building this profession. Well, thanks. It's all good. He was a student teacher and worked with us for uh, just three months and we had a connection and he got a job. He's a head track coach. And so I think we had a little in common with our running stuff that we like to do, yeah. but uh, he has stayed connected and um, he's, he's a real good egg. So wishing him the best. Way to go, Jay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. I'm going to give away two more books. The Secret Solution. So what? Which, that one's coming out, The Secret Solution to Everything. To oh, okay. <laughs> That's Todd Whitaker and, oh, oh my well. gosh, I'm going to forget the other two co-authors. But it's coming out again, like it's being redone. Oh, okay. um, so that book is going to Mark French. How could you not love Mark, Mark French? French is amazing. Meet that man in person. He's so amazing. He is. I want to... Um, Oh, wait, what were you going to say? No, go ahead. Nothing. Nope. Oh, I was just going to give out another book. Please and do. You get a you, know book. What? you get a book. Rachel Apostle Brown. Um, so Allison Apsey wrote um, The Paths to Serendipity, and Allison and Rachel are 
pretty much neighbors um, in Michigan. <laughs> I mean, they're, they're close in yeah. you know Michigan terms, but they're, so she, she just responded such a great book by the amazing Allison Apsey. I have a copy and bought three to give away. If you want to spread the love to someone outside of Michigan, so we can, why don't we redraw okay. for someone to send past the serendipity to who? Thank you, Rachel. Okay. Um, hold on a minute. Let me, I'll, yep, I'll do these first. Yep. Okay. I'm giving out lead like a pirate yep, to, yep. to Aaron Jennings. Yay. Woo. Okay. And I'm going to re give out. Okay. Talk for a minute while I figure out how to redo this. <laughs> I just want to state that I have held back from singing at least five songs from the things you have all said today and you're welcome, but it's been hard. <laughs> We're proud of you. Start singing. What's the yeah, sing it, girl. Can we have a little pink? Do your thing, honey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I right. did the Jay while running the marathon, did I not? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's okay. I love when you break out in song. And do you know who else loves when you break out in song? Who? Who's not on this podcast, but jo he's cool. Oh. Joseph Filippo. He yeah. loves it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That man. He he's my number one fan. Did you just he say that and singing. he's cool? Oh, he loves running. Yes, that is. That's loves running, loves singing, loves dancing. Very much his favorite pastime. He actually loves also when I do um, popsico. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, is that from? Um, oh, it's That's Joe's favorite. Yes. Oh man. Yeah. Um, Joe did say uh, he left us a tweet about 20 minutes ago that said that um, the podcast is not coming through on Internet Explorer. But he only has three <laughs> hours left on the CD he stole from Thomas Murray's office, so he's hoping he'll be able to chime uh, in. That would be Joe. That would be Joe. So Whatever, Joe. Yeah, he's a busy guy. He's a busy guy. <laughs> That's right. All right. So I'm giving away the path to serendipity to Mary Begley, who Woo! is on a run listening to us. Nice. Way to go. Yes, fire. She's on the path to serendipity. Awesome. On a what? <laughs> the path to I don't know. It I'm certain like she's running on a dirt trail then with oh, earth and trees oh, around okay. her. Okay. It sounds like a good path to be on. For yep, sure. It does. It does. Listening to us. I, I need to get on the path to breakfast. So yep. I love all of <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah. yeah. um, it. It has been so much fun. Thank you very much for having me. I really enjoy it. And you guys are an inspiration every day. And the positive energy that comes mm -hmm. from this group of people. And like Jessica said, it starts as, well, Jessica jo Johnson, J. Joe. Um, it, it starts as as like this network on online, but it becomes the, the people who sustain you, your family and your friends. So I, I adore all of you very much. And thank you for inspiring me. Inspired. Oh, oh, thank Good you. Luck. Same to you, buddy. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Thank you. Bye, Tony. Thanks. Thanks to everybody. We we were hoping it would be a great big party, and it was. You it was. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully, we'll have a hundred more episodes. Yes. 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 Time to say Good goodbye night. to all our family. Bye, you guys. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, bye, Jessica. Do you have something that you have to say before we? I always do. Yeah. And out. Thanks for sharing in the learning with us today. Remember to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes and continue the conversation by joining the Boxer Group. Links can be found at principalpln.com. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all those things? 
you need flexible time. When added into your master's schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention, meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flex time without the common challenges. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com B to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com B-E. Do you want to save time on prep work, increase student achievement for all of your students, reliably meet tier one standards? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com B to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve these goals. That's IXL.com B-E.